0: Section 31 of the Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sue Ann Dozier. The Handy Cyclopedia of Things Worth Knowing by Joseph Trinans. Published in 1911. Section 31 Recipes, Trade Secrets, Continued To take smoke stains from walls. An easy and sure way to remove smoke stains from common plain ceilings is to mix wood ashes with the whitewash just before applying. A pint of ashes to a small pail of whitewash is sufficient, but a little more or less will do no harm. To Remove Stains from Broadcloth.--Take an ounce of pipe clay, which has been ground fine, mix it with twelve drops of alcohol and the same quantity of spirits of turpentine. Whenever you wish to remove any stains from cloth, moisten a little of this mixture with alcohol and rub it on the spots; let it remain till dry, then rub it off with a woollen cloth and the spots will disappear. To remove red stains of fruit from linen, moisten the cloth and hold it over a piece of burning sulfur, then wash thoroughly, or else the spots may reappear. To remove oil stains, take three ounces of spirits of turpentine and one ounce of essence of lemon, mix well, and apply it as you would any other scouring drops, it will take out all the grease. Iron stains may be removed by the salt of lemons. Many stains may be removed by dipping the linen in some buttermilk and then drying it in a hot sun. Wash it in cold water. Repeat this three or four times. To remove oil stains from wood, mix together fuller's earth and soap leaves and rub it into the boards. Let it dry and then scour it off with some strong soft soap and sand or use leaves to scour it with. It should be put on hot, which may easily be done by heating the leaves. To remove tea stains, mix thoroughly soft soap and salt. Say a tablespoon of salt to a teacupful of soap. Rub on the spots, and spread the cloth on the grass where the sun will shine on it. Let it lie two or three days, then wash. If the spots are wet occasionally while lying on the grass, it will hasten the bleaching. To remove stains from muslin. If you have stained your muslin or gingham dress or similar articles with berries, before wetting with anything else, pour boiling water through the stains and they will disappear. Before fruit juice dries, it can often be removed by cold water using a sponge and towel if necessary. To remove acid stains. Stains caused by acid may be removed by tying some pearl ash up in the stained part, scrape some soap in cold soft water, and boil the linen until the stain is gone. To disinfect sinks and drains, copperas dissolved in water one-fourth of a pound to a gallon and pour into a sink and water drain occasionally will keep such places sweet and wholesome. A little chloride of lime, say a half pound to a gallon of water, will have the same effect, and either of these costs but a trifle. A preparation may be made at home, which will answer about as well as the chloride of lime. Dissolve a bushel of salt in a barrel of water, and with the salt water, slake a barrel of lime, which should be made wet enough to form a thin paste or wash. To disinfect a cellar, a damp musty cellar may be sweetened by sprinkling upon the floor pulverized copperas, chloride of lime or even common lime the most effective means i have ever used to disinfect decaying vegetable matter is chloride of lime solution one pound may be dissolved in two gallons of water plaster of paris has also been found an excellent absorbent of noxious odors if used one part with three parts of charcoal it will be found still better How to thaw out a water pipe Water pipes usually freeze up when exposed, for inside the walls where they cannot be reached, they are or should be packed to prevent freezing. To thaw out a frozen pipe, bundle a newspaper into a torch, light it, and pass it along the pipe slowly. The ice will yield to this much quicker than to hot water or wrappings or hot cloths, as is the common practice. To prevent mold A small quantity of carbolic acid added to paste, mucilage, and ink will prevent mold. An ounce of the acid to a gallon of whitewash will keep cellars and dairies from the disagreeable odor which often taints milk and meat kept in such places. Thawing Frozen Gas Pipe Mr. F. H. Shelton says, I took off from over the pipe some four or five inches, just a crust of earth, and then put a couple of bushels of lime in the space, poured water over it, and slaked it, and then put canvas over that, and rocks on the canvas so as to keep the wind from getting underneath. Next morning, on returning there, I found that the frost had been drawn out from the ground for nearly three feet. You can appreciate what an advantage that was for picking through frozen ground with the thermometer below zero is no joke. Since then, we have tried it several times. It is an excellent plan if you have time enough to let the lime work. In the daytime, you cannot afford to waste the time, but if you have a spare night in which to work, it is worthwhile to try it. How to test a thermometer. The common thermometer in a japaned iron case is usually inaccurate. To test the thermometer, bring water into the condition of active boiling. Warm the thermometer gradually in the steam and then plunge it into the water. If it indicates a fixed temperature of 212 degrees, the instrument is a good one. Indelible Ink An indelible ink that cannot be erased, even with acids, can be obtained from the following recipe. To good gall ink, add a strong solution of Prussian blue dissolved in distilled water. This will form a writing fluid which cannot be erased without destruction of the paper. The ink will write greenish-blue, but afterward will turn black. To get a broken cork out of a bottle. If, in drawing a cork, it breaks and the lower part falls into the liquid, tie a long loop in a bit of twine or small cord and put it in, holding the bottle so as to bring the piece of cork near to the lower part of the neck. Catch it in the loop so as to hold it stationary. You can then easily extract it with a corkscrew. A wash for cleaning silver. Mix together half an ounce of fine salt, half an ounce of powdered alum, and half an ounce of cream of tartar. Put them into a large whiteware pitcher and pour on two ounces of water and stir them frequently till entirely dissolved. Then, transfer the mixture to clean bottles and cork them closely. Before using it, shake the bottles well. Pour some of the liquid into a bowl and wash the silver all over with it, using an old, soft, fine linen cloth. Let it stand about ten minutes and then rub it dry with a buckskin. It will make the silver look like new. To remove the odor from a vial, The odor of its last contents may be removed from a vial by filling it with cold water and letting it stand in any airy place uncorked for three days, changing the water every day. To loosen a glass stopper The manner in which apothecaries loosen glass stoppers when there is difficulty in getting them out is to press the thumb of the right hand very hard against the lower part of the stopper and then give the stopper a twist the other way, with the thumb and forefinger of the left hand, keeping the bottle stiff in a steady position. To Soften Boots and Shoes Kerosene will soften boots and shoes which have been hardened by water and render them as pliable as new. To Remove Stains, Spots and Mildew from Furniture Take half a pint of 98% alcohol, A quarter of an ounce each of pulverized resin and gum shellac. Add half a pint of linseed oil. Shake well and apply with a brush or sponge. Sweet oil will remove finger marks from the varnished furniture and kerosene from oiled furniture. To freshen gilt frames. Gilt frames may be revived by carefully dusting them and then washing with one ounce of soda beaten up with the whites of three eggs. Scraped patches should be touched up with gold paint. Castile soap and water with proper care may be used to clean oil paintings. Other methods should not be employed without some skill. To fill cracks in plaster. Use vinegar instead of water to mix your plaster of Paris. The resultant mass will be like putty and will not set for 20 or 30 minutes whereas if you use water, the plaster will become hard almost immediately before you have time to use it. Push it into the cracks and smooth it off nicely with a table knife. To toughen lamp chimneys and glassware, immerse the article in a pot filled with cold water, to which some common salt has been added. Boil the water well, then cool slowly. Glass treated this way will resist any sudden change of temperature. To remove paint from window glass, rub it well with hot, sharp vinegar. To clean stove pipe, a piece of zinc put on the live coals in the stove will clean out the stove pipe. To brighten carpets, carpets after the dust has been beaten out, may be brightened by scattering upon them cornmeal mixed with salt, then sweeping it off. Mix salt and meal in equal proportions. Carpets should be thoroughly beaten on the wrong side first and then on the right side, after which spots may be removed by the use of ox gall or ammonia and water. To keep flowers fresh, exclude them from the air. To do this, wet them thoroughly, put in a damp box, and cover with wet cotton or wet newspaper, then place in a cool spot. To preserve bouquets, put a little saltpeter in the water you use for your bouquets, and the flowers will live for a fortnight. To preserve brooms. Dip them for a minute or two in a kettle of boiling suds once a week, and they will last much longer, making them tough and pliable. A carpet wears much longer swept with a broom cared for in this manner. To clean brassware. Mix one ounce of oxalic acid, six ounces of rotten stone all in powder one ounce of sweet oil and sufficient water to make a paste apply a small proportion and rub dry with a flannel or leather the liquid dip most generally used consists of nitric and sulfuric acids but this is more corrosive to keep out mosquitoes If a bottle of the oil of pennyroyal is left uncorked in a room at night, not a mosquito nor any other bloodsucker will be found there in the morning. To kill cockroaches. A teacup full of well-bruised plaster of Paris, mixed with double the quantity of oatmeal, to which a little sugar may be added, although this last-named ingredient is not essential. Strew it on the floor or into the chinks where they frequent to destroy ants drop some quicklime on the mouth of their nest and wash it with boiling water or dissolve some camphor in spirits of wine then mix with water and pour into their haunts or tobacco water which has been found effectual they are averse to strong scents camphor or a sponge saturated with creosote will prevent their infesting a cupboard To prevent their climbing up trees, place a ring of tar about the trunk or a circle of rag moistened occasionally with creosote. To prevent moths, in the month of April or May, beat your fur garments well with a small cane or elastic stick, then wrap them up in linen, without pressing them too hard, and put betwixt the folds some camphor in small lumps. Then put your furs in this state in boxes well closed. When the furs are wanted for use, beat them well as before and expose them for 24 hours to the air, which will take away the smell of the camphor. If the fur has long hair as bear or fox, add to the camphor an equal quantity of black pepper in powder. To get rid of moths 1. Procure shavings of cedar wood and enclose in muslin bags, which can be distributed freely among the clothes. Two. Procure shavings of camphor wood and enclose in bags. Three. Sprinkle pimento, allspice berries among the clothes. Four. Sprinkle the clothes with the seeds of the musk plant. Five. To destroy the eggs when deposited on woolen clothes, etc., use a solution of acetate of potash in spirits of rosemary. 15 grains to the pint. Bed Bugs Spirits of naphtha rubbed with a small painter's brush into every part of the bedstead is a certain way of getting rid of bugs. The mattress and binding of the bed should be examined and the same process attended to as they generally harbor more in these parts than in the bedstead. Ten cents worth of naphtha is sufficient for one bed. BUG POISON Proof spirit one pint, camphor two ounces, oil of turpentine four ounces, corrosive sublimate one ounce, mix. A correspondent says, I have been for a long time troubled with bugs and never could get rid of them by any clean and expeditious method until a friend told me to suspend a small bag of camphor to the bed just in the center overhead i did so and the enemy was most effectually repulsed and has not made his appearance since not even for a reconnaissance this is a simple method of getting rid of these pests and is worth a trial to see if it be effectual in other cases mixture for destroying flies infusion of quassia, one pint brown sugar four ounces brown pepper two ounces to be well mixed together and put in small, shallow dishes when required. To destroy flies in a room, take half a teaspoon of black pepper in powder, one teaspoonful of brown sugar, and one tablespoon of cream. Mix them well together and place them in a room on a plate where the flies are troublesome and they will soon disappear. To drive flies from the house, A good way to rid the house of flies is to saturate small cloths with oil of sassafras and lay them in windows and doors. The flies will soon leave. Aging Oak Strong ammonia fumes may be used for aging oak. Place the piece to be fumed with an evaporating dish containing concentrated ammonia in a box and close it airtight. Leave for 12 hours and finish with a wax polish. Applying first a thin coat of paraffin oil, and then rubbing with a pomade of prepared wax made as follows: two ounces each of yellow and white beeswax heated over a slow fire in a clean vessel (agate ware is good) until melted. Add four ounces of turpentine and stir till entirely cool. Keep the turpentine away from the fire. This will give the oak a lustrous brown color and nicking will not expose a different surface as the ammonia fumes penetrate to a considerable depth. End of section thirty one. Recording by Sue Ann Dozier, Kansas City, Kansas.